Okay, so uh, sitting talking to the Colonel JD here backstage at the Clooney with the legendary Shack Shakers. Uh, two years since we last met, JD. How two years two ago, years. huh? Yeah. Now was that with uh, the, the no, it wasn't with, with the Shack Shakers? Shack Shakers. Yeah, oh, wow. I missed your last time with the director, was unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But uh, so yeah, two years since you've been back. Last. Yeah, I'll be damned. A lot been going on. You haven't been uh, letting the grass grow underneath your feet, have you? No. Well, I wish I could. I'd like to just sit on the porch and watch the grass grow. It'd be nice. <laughs> but we get, we, I had some, about a month or, if you add it up, I mean, I've had uh, several weeks off in between tours, you know, where I I just enjoy being home. and uh, But then, you know, it's like, then you got to switch gears pretty radically and you get out on the road. It's a whole other lifestyle, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of... Um, it can be kind of nerve-wracking to, to live that way, but I, I'm just now at 42, I'm starting to get the hang of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Instead of being gone all the time like we were there for a while, you know, it's almost harder to stop and be home mm -hmm. and calm down mm -hmm. and then uproot yourself two weeks later to a month to later start again, to start up again. So that's that's what I'm having to get used to. Okay. And, and the two years kind of hiatus of the shack shakers then mm -hmm. was that a planned thing uh, i mean obviously well no well it uh our drummer had some heart issues sure, yeah. uh we all had other projects we were kind of getting into like the dirt daubers yeah. uh you know everybody plays in other bands like uh brett has a art career that he's uh uh into and uh mark uh has this new small business building uh, bass amplifier uh, cabinets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rod has his own solo act. So you know, we, and we've been touring hard and hot and heavy since. Um, oh, I imagine like almost like fourteen years. Yeah. Well, fourteen years now, but back then twelve years. Yeah. So you know, it, you know, sometimes it's good to just take a breather, and uh, go indulge other things and uh -huh. see other people. <laughs> so. Uh, that's what we did, and uh, now we're back at it, and uh, you know, dirt divers are still going on, and everybody still does their side projects, and you know, we, you know, we just have a, we have a new manager that kind of helps keep everything organized, right? Which right. we didn't have at the time, but now it's your diaries for you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, just to take someone, it takes kind of one of these kind of uh, egg-headed grown-ups to kind of arrange <laughs> your life, you know. Whereas I'm just kind of a an adult toddler that just kind of goes around and plays with all my different projects and toys and things and I need someone to kind of be the, the grown-up you know? sure and that's kind of what we have now but someone yeah. with organizational skills you know right right but because you don't like I say you don't sit still you've got the dirt daubers you do mm -hmm. films you do books you do artwork mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff yeah do, do you ever just feel like Right. Okay. I am gonna sit back on the uh, porch here and just smoke I, a pipe ball. Yeah, I do that. I do that, and um, yeah, I, I I am relaxing more, and uh, but uh, I and I'm looking into doing expressing myself in other ways that are that are more uh, thoughtful, you know, and literate and stuff. So I'm, I'm trying to like uh, write more and uh, not just be this crazy asshole on stage. You know, right. Like, you know. So. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's a, there's other ways to express yourself. I'm learning, and uh, then that's what I'm indulging now. Okay. Uh, in parallel with the Shack Shakers of the Dirt Divers. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I uh, I'm calming down in, in my uh, in my other 
uh, ventures in a way, if you want to look at it that okay. way. I don't see it as calming down because my mind is very, still very active and I don't want to ever stop that. I always want to be creative. But you Do you know, find it hard to switch off? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I have kind of an anxiety problem, but uh, I think uh, it, it's a good thing because it, I end up be turning it into creativity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, having uh, developed these channels for my angst and worries and thoughts and so that's you know it's it's uh, thank goodness for that because a lot of people don't aren't able to develop yeah. that or their job drives them crazy and and uh, they don't have like something creative like sports is that for a lot of people right. athletics you know but for me it's always been music and in uh, just art of some sort some kind you know, of artistic art. creative mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah excellent and I mean I read on the uh, thing about maybe becoming an ambassador, a cultural ambassador in yeah. Ireland. I was. <laughs> yeah, not so a, I was. I was. You were, was, not I you're going to. No, I, I have. I, it's already happened. Uh, you know, I, uh, it was, uh, my, my hometown is a member of uh, like the United Nations Creative City uh, organization, right. UNESCO. And what it is, it's kind of like the sister cities thing that there used to be. Okay. I yeah, think yeah. there still is, but this yeah, is more yeah, like, this is in league with the United Nations. And is a there's only certain cities that qualify, and any city that qualifies is automatically a quote unquote sister city with any of the other cities. So you don't have to have just one other right. or two. It can be anyone anywhere, right. uh, but you have to meet the qualifications. It has to be something like related to literature, art, folk art, you know, something creative. And uh, Paducah, Kentucky. Uh, actually, that's my hometown. Right. Uh, qualified a couple of years ago to become part one of these amazing cities, um, and there's not a whole bunch of them. Right. So it's it's an elite uh, sort of organization right. that they belong to, uh, because it's the quilt city of the world. Quilts, you know, the blankets. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, yeah. yes, has uh, roots in Ireland and and the the, the British Isles. Right. So, uh, which makes sense, and uh, so. Uh, they found out that I was going over to, this is the, the mayor of Paducah, Kentucky, found out that I, as uh, a, a citizen of the city, yeah. was traveling over to Dublin uh, to play music. And so they decided to sort of, well, not, not knight me, but you know, like, uh, <laughs> nominate me or, or, or to... Um, did you get a big gold chain? I wish not. I'll tell you what, they sent me over to Dublin to, to exchange... Uh, uh, gifts with the mayor over there, but right. I did wear my Kentucky Colonel string tie and suit. Excellent. You know, yeah, so yeah. dressed up a bit. Good, dressed good. up a bit. I met a uh, Mannix Flynn, who's this kind of uh, Irish. Uh, well, he's like the deputy lord mayor, but he's like an author and sort of. So uh, it made sense because Dublin is a city of literature, sure. And he's the deputy lord mayor, so he ended up meeting me, and we exchanged gifts in this kind of like photo op, you know, where we had yeah. coffee in the in the parliament, the old parliament building, yeah, and uh, got some pictures taken and got to shake hands, and he gave me some books to take back to Paducah, and I gave him a little quilt from yeah. from my hometown, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, and uh, and I gave him a copy of my book. They let me give him a copy of my right. book because Excellent. you know it makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like yeah. this, you know, sister city cultural exchange of goodwill and whatnot. And it, it was take some moonshine and uh, uh, we talked you? about yeah, we talked about moonshine a little bit. And uh, he ended up coming to see our show that night. Right. Too. So that was a pretty, pretty cool uh, day of my life actually to have that kind of honor. Yeah, yeah. And I'm still like yeah. kind of happy about it and thinking yeah. about it. 
And uh, so, yeah, anyway, it was, it's one of those things that gives you, like, um, pride and a little bit of dignity. You know, you can, after all the stuff I've done on stage, you know, with all the goofy crap. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. have come yeah, back yeah. to haunt me. It's something I can give my parents, you know, <laughs> like, like, hey, look, look I, you know, I, yeah. you know. This is this is pretty neat. And so, know. will you be doing that again further? That? Uh, yeah, be? I mean, uh, but it won't be just Ireland. It'll be like I said, sure, yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. If my touring takes me to another UNESCO city, right, we will arrange to uh, do the and same thing. Do you know thing. where they may be? Or it's all online, and it's the strangest cities too. Right. It's not necessarily like big famous. Think yeah, 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 it might be some little town out in the, the middle of nowhere, right. England, you know. Right. Uh, but then there's, you know, a lot, you know, a lot are in Asia and Africa and stuff okay. like that. So, but, you know, we don't get out that way. But if there's ever another European city that right. we get to go to Australia, hopefully one day, uh, uh, they'll, uh, they'll load me up with swag and uh, <laughs> they'll uh, swag them out. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that must be quite exciting. You, could, you may end up playing in Asia and places like that. Yeah, maybe. Be, now, if they could just send me over there, we could maybe gig, get, yeah. find a gig, you know, and let that be the secondary reason we're going, you know. Yeah. But uh, there's really, you you know, um, it's not a big budget in Paducah to do that, so I, you kind of have to already be going somewhere. Right, and they just chuck stuff in your bag while you're Yeah, exactly. Have yeah. you packed this bag? So, yes, of course I have. No, no. <laughs> but it's, it's an honor to do it, you know. Yeah. It's, it's a real cool thing, and uh, get your picture in the paper that's Excellent. what's so funny it's like we we could get a mention in billboard magazine or the washington times or something like that the parents don't give a crap right. but if you're in the paducah sun paper, <laughs> yes, then the you're local, big right. shit you know <laughs> <laughs> excellent and, and on top of that as well uh the whole band were part of a avant-garde yes yeah, so we, was, we really I mean, weren't gone for two years. We last year we we the Shack Shakers existed and played yeah. in an in an avant garde Danish play called uh, Fubar. Yeah, uh, F U B A R, and yeah. uh, and we and we were reprising our uh, our role in the, in the show uh, because we had two years before that had played it uh, for an entire month. But we went back last year and did right. it for another week, and uh, that's they. It's a trilogy of shows about illegal uh, activities, uh, sex, drugs, and, and warfare, and like, you know, guns. Ours right. was about guns. Right. You know, we're from the South, so it has to be about guns, right? Right. Uh, uh, yeah, it was strange. <laughs> yeah. It's weird because it's like kind of an anti gun play, but I own guns, so right. like, I don't know how they, they justify that. But uh, anyway, no, it was really fun. It was strange. But it was like kind of like something Tom Waits would do, you know, kind right. of avant-garde, weird Germanic thing, and uh, so <laughs> you know, okay. like you know, kind of. I don't know. So I mean, what did you do? Just set up and play? We set, all, set all up and play. We lived in Copenhagen the first time. We lived there for a whole month. We got bicycles and rode to the theater where right. our gear was set up. Every day we go in, play the show. It's only an hour. Yeah. The dancers were dancing and they had speaking parts. I had a speaking part. Uh, the show, you know, lights went down, people clapped, and then they left, and then we got on our bikes and rode back to the hotel <laughs> right. or to the apartment. Yeah, yeah. And we got to see on our days off, you know, really the majority of Copenhagen. We would we just rode all over. We took right. boat rides. Uh, we saw the Little Mermaid and like Neil Neil Bohr is the guy, the, the, the physicist. We saw his grave. Right. <laughs> Hans Christian Andersen. Okay. The whole yeah. city is like uh, only like three miles wide. 
And so you can really see a lot right. on a bicycle. It's pretty flat too, you know. Right. The one hill though was the one on the way to the theater. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? So well we had like you know, buns of steel by the time we were done, <laughs> you know, riding our bikes back and forth. You see now, if you'd had Dave back in the van then. Yeah, too, no kidding, <laughs> yeah. We could just hitch on to his bike and let him pull us in like a sled dog. So, I mean, the, the acting thing, is that something you'd done before? Or no. Or something you'd like to do again? No, I don't want to act. Uh, you know, uh, I was thinking about the other day, it's like I can't do it. I don't see how actors do it because I, I, can, I can tell stories and I can... I can be me, but I can't be someone else. There's no way I can get in the head of a different person. Right. I can't relate. I can only be me. I'm too stubborn, and I'm not flexible enough. I, right. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I, but some actors are like that, though, aren't they? All, it's well, just that's them, a, and it's, yeah. De Niro and Pacino, yeah. for sure. It's always, you know, them yeah. being, the, they're quirky in themselves, and they're fun to watch. Yeah. But they're not good at doing accents other than, like, what they speak yeah. normally as, yeah. you know, so... You know, like you know, uh, Christopher Walken is always Christopher Walken. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I could be that kind of actor, but yeah. I, I'm not interested in it really. I want right. to. I want to write. And I want to be thoughtful. I don't want to be uh, a clown necessarily. Like I get typecast as like this pre preacher, this, this sort of uh, southern goth gothic preacher yeah. character, and like some yeah. of these. Uh, like I played it in a, like in a Shooter Jennings video and. There was some other thing I did, you know, where I, I do that. Right. And it's comedy, and I know, but uh, it's just like, I don't know. It's just not, it's not my thing, acting. Right. I just can't, I can't be something I'm not. But it, it's something like the film side of things is something that you can get involved in. Yeah, so yeah. The other side documentaries, sort of you know, because it's honest, it's true. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm interested in, like, real culture, not... Not some story, you know. Right. I, I'm interested in carrying on something that's deep, runs deeper and it right. isn't isn't a put on, and it, you know. So there's a there's just a something to be said for uh, preserving things that are already there, the stories that are already there. If there's a way to in, to act them out, maybe that would be a cool thing. But yeah. uh, you know, I haven't gone down that road yet. Okay. You know, but uh, but uh, yeah, just the acting. You see me on. You get on stage. That's yeah. about all. That's that's good enough for me. Because that's really that's just you. It's just with a bit of adrenaline going to improv, ad that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Like yeah. stand-up comedy interests me more than right than acting. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That would be kind of fun to do yeah. because then you get, oh, you write your own material. You, you know, it's what yeah. you think. It'd be anything you want it to be. You yeah. Stand up there and you deliver, but it'd be scary. Very you know? scary. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Having a band behind me is like it's like I get to do my. Comment like physical comedy, but then sure. I have the strength of like guys behind me supporting Two, three, four. me. I'm not yeah. exactly, yeah. They got my back. You can you know? get out of it quickly. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Next, next. Yeah. Right along. And, and so, coming back to the band, then I read that uh, you've got a Hammond organ player now. Yeah, not tonight. Right, just, you're just we, coming as the four pieces. Just a, yeah, here. but uh, back back stateside, we we've been using uh, Adam Holiday from Atlanta. So he plays in right. the Rod's band. Yeah. Is really good and it really just pads it out and makes the music sound more like the records and a little more cinematic right and um, fuller like a you know like a tent revival or a you know church service you know, right. which yeah. is kind of the vibe like I was yeah. saying that we we go for and uh, but uh, yeah no it's great I love it so I mean does he is it sort of a bluesy 
kind of, I know you're saying like yeah. the church service thing and that as well, but it's soulful, right? Is it which I think you cover a lot of ground when you say soulful because that can be R and B, rock and roll, blues, gospel, anything that hits your soul. Anything, anything. Yeah, exactly. It's just and it and it's like cinematic. It pads it out. It's, it's right. like this. This 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 honey that just goes pouring over everything and fills in fills in the gaps in this nice calming. Does he do like, the bass end as well, or is it just? Well, he does. I don't think so because we have Mark. Obviously, yeah, bass, sure. But, uh, he is an amazing uh, left-handed bass player. So, right. Yeah, he can do that, and he does that in Rod's band. Right. Uh, I'm just thinking of like the the organ trio. Oh, the thing of the feet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he he can do the root notes, I think. Right. But, uh, he's kind of a recent convert over to the. Playing the organ like, uh, right. like in that way, or right. with the left hand, like that. Uh, so, uh, okay. yeah. So he, but he's really talented. I really like uh, what he brings right. to the mix. A hard thing to ship over though, a Hammond B. Yeah, no, <laughs> you have to rent it, and then that's going to cost a lot. Yeah. And bringing them over the fly, fly them over. You yeah. know, some of the parts of uh, Rod is is kind of mimicking on the right, on okay. guitar. So you, we, there's some new musical ideas that have come out of it, at least. You know. Okay. And so that brings us to: Will there be new material coming about? There is. We've already recorded a few demos, and we plan on going into the studio this winter around Christmas and um, uh, hashing out like a new record to be right. released. So far, with the tentative release date would be like in June of two thousand fifteen. Okay. So, um, and so. do you do? I mean, do you book a studio or you got to place your own album? Well, uh, Mark does have like a home studio. Uh, there's another place that we might uh, mix at. Right. Uh, might track at Mark's studio. Who knows? We, right. uh, we're not even sure who, what the label is. We've got a couple interested. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see which one uh, okay. wins out and, uh, and just take it from there. Okay. Uh, also, Agridustrial, our last record, which kind of didn't have a very good shot, is going to be re-released on Muddy Roots label. Yeah. We have the vinyl here tonight and we will return hopefully next year with the full CD and vinyl release Excellent. and uh, really play that up a little bit you know yeah. it's got a new sequence and a new mastering uh, job uh, right and uh, it's it's more the record we're, we're call, I'm gonna call it agridustrial 2.0 because it, you know it's more what you want more what I wanted yeah and uh, you know it's it's gonna be given a more fair shot you know with proper distribution on a proper label and I read that uh, you plan on possibly getting Dwayne back to do some of the guitar. Yeah, the yeah, stuff, always. yeah. Dwayne's always interested, and uh, we're always interested in having him. Uh, he uh, he adds a he's almost a, like a percussion player. In yeah, because that whole prepared guitar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he'd be uh, always welcome for those those strange surreal moments. You know, yeah. there would be a, a surrealist southern record for sure. Right. Yeah, and uh, but uh, a lot a lot more um, uh, tall tales to. To tell. to tell, and because uh, uh, last time you were kind of going bluesy again, and when I was talking to you last time, mm -hmm. you were sort of saying, "Well, with Rod joining the band and stuff, it's sort of getting more bluesy." It is going to be bluesy, but you know, like uh, I, I'm just going to put it all in there. Right. Everything that we do, Dwayne, Rod, you know, uh, the, all aspects of what the Shack Shakers are will probably be represented on this next yeah. record, and some new aspects probably you weren't expecting so um, okay. because my writing has changed over the years but right. then I was also you know the, we, we still want to hammer down hard on the on the rock and roll too yeah. you know so yeah. uh, the, the stuff people know us for you know that we don't want to change it up too much you know okay. but and again I mean you were, you were saying about you might be trying to get away from the polkery kind of stuff and the 
Well, yeah, know, maybe. I mean, there's always you call it. there's always got that. There's always going to have that kind of like uh, skanky beat. Yeah. There's always going to be a couple tunes on. It's on. a very popular side of your sound, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's yeah. it's good party music. You yeah, know, it gets you moving, and that's ultimately you want the shack to shake. You know, Definitely. so so that's Definitely. what that stuff's there for. You know. Yeah, Johnny Cash, that was polka music. Texas, yeah, yeah. Czech. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, 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 the influence of that Czech and te- uh, Germanic influence on Texas music, yeah, yeah. you know, like that comes through. That's that oompa music. And uh, carnival music, you know, like from the, those deep south carnivals and the Barkers and, sure, the, and yeah. Calliope and all that. You know, yeah. it's all mixed in there. It's part of uh, our buried... Um, uh, memories of, of the old South, the old yeah. weird South, you know, yeah. where it all mixed together in a great way in the, the heat of, of those, you know, so southern summers of, of yore, you know, it was, it's a melting pot more in the South than it is up North. People don't like to say that, but it is, we melted together and there, you know, and there's a lot of uh, cross-cultural dynamics and tension that brings about great art and cuisine and mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. Whereas up north, where it's cold and, and industrial, uh, the the races tend to s- ghetto off into their own sections. Right. Yeah. But in the south, it was like the the plowboy was in, out there with the, with the Negroes, and they they were of the same caste in a way. Mm-hmm. The the uh, the old guard. Uh, uh, plantation owners, they were the elitists, you know, yeah. and very few in number, you know, it was, that's all kind of uh, blown up, you know, really the South was about like slugging it out shoulder to shoulder, you know, and it was a love-hate relationship, you know, but it was, but there was a, there was this strain, strain of religion that kind of bound them together in an yeah. odd way, and it's a weird, weird place, but uh, it's what you'd expect from the uh, the climate, you know, almost, it's almost like a Hot house, like a greenhouse, you know, like creating all these like weird situations yeah. and I mean, odd uh, growths of, of culture and, and ideas and stuff. So it's you know what what can you do? <laughs> but write about it. Write about it. I'm fascinated. You know, because have you always had this fascination with it? Yeah, Since I guess. Well, I just I kind of developed it. I always was fascinated with. I remember my uncle doing this ham bone thing. He right, a story yeah. about uh, uh, the, the preacher riding a horse and the snake bites the horse and the horse keeps going like this. You know, and uh, I remember just being fascinated, like sitting there watching him do that. And like I remember the old timer, old, old black guy down in Louisiana playing. I was like. PV amp in this pawn shop guitar. It sounded like shit, but it sounded awesome. You yeah. know, I remember just yeah. like I remember before I knew it was cool to like be into like stuff. I don't know if it's really cool, but I thought it was cool, but I didn't know what cool was. I just yeah. know I liked it. So I, my head was always turned by the Zydeco band. My head was always turned by the bluegrass band, the banjo. I love the sound of the harmonica, like CB radios, and it was just like mysticism under this undercurrent of mysticism underneath it all it's like what is that when everyone went into speaking in tongues in church what the hell is that it's this cacophony <laughs> yeah it's this cacophony of weirdness that, yeah. that you find in the little pockets here and there you know and uh, there was an aesthetic to it that I, I still find fascinating even though it's disappearing yeah. I want to kind of like put the put a, a frame around each one of them and like try to write songs do comics you know write stories about all of it and try to like keep it keep it uh, visible in some way yeah yeah so because that's that's it's more interesting than the mall and Walmart it just is you know yeah 
it just is more interesting than uh, TV or in stupid reality shows, you know? Definitely. You know, you know what I mean? It's yeah, more interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. than uh, the Kardashians yeah. to me. Yeah. It has drama in it. It has history and conflict in it. And uh, that's always going to be more interesting. And it's real. It's authentic. So And great stuff to write about. Obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm trying to paint this out as some spook house. Like, you know... Every, you know, it's just a bunch of monsters and we're all crazy and inbred, you know, like, it's, a different, it's a difference there, you know, there's got to be a nobility and a mysticism uh, mixed in too, there's a sort of a, a deeper quality of, you know, soul and redemption, soulfulness, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's not about like trailer parks and beer and belligerence, you know, that's part of it, it's kind of what makes it ugly, but... Some new songs in the set tonight we'll be hearing it. Yeah, a uh, song, there might be one tune that's brand new and then some tunes we've never done live. So right. I'll let you pick them out. I don't want <laughs> to give it away. Good, good, good. I mean, do you write on the road then? You're saying the one that's brand new. Have you, have you lit, really just oh, written well, the one? Well, I mean, we recorded the demo earlier this year. Right. And, uh, I mean, I'm always writing something. It might be a, a phrase here, you know, yeah. here and there. You know, and thinking musically, but I, I tend to go in like phases where I'm more into like learning banjo this week. Yeah. Or Did you bring it over? I I, things uh, you, you know what? Off. I couldn't. I thought I could, and then uh, we ended up like getting sacked. Right. With uh, a big fee to get the upright bass over, and we ran out of like extra baggage. And, right. Uh, you know, so. Right. But oh well, yeah, I'm, I miss it too. It's like uh, you could buy a cheap one. I'm sure. Uh, just yeah. about, but or just borrow one from somebody. Yeah, and just yeah, get yeah. a good, you know, just, just just a few minutes on it, just a touch yeah, base. Yeah. yeah, I always I love playing it. You should have said I would have brought one down. Oh <laughs> man, yeah. Well, there you go. Like, can I play with your banjo? <laughs> just don't bring yeah. my banjo string. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I miss it, but uh, we'll be home soon enough. We got another about a week left, Excellent. so. Mm -hmm. So. Lots of things to look forward to. Look forward to yeah. the new music. Agrodustrial uh, 2.0, uh, the yeah. new record in June. and uh, Hopefully you'll be back again to tour with that. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. So And Dirt Dauber's uh, still alive. And, um, you know, so I'm always... Will there be new, new new records coming from... We're going to think we're going to do a 45. Excellent. Uh, yeah, well, we'll yeah. do a 45 and maybe we can uh, tour on that a little bit. And uh, It's almost become cheaper to do vinyl now. Yeah, hasn't it, than, I know. Yeah, and we, there's, a, there's a place in Kentucky that does uh, small runs of vinyl. It's really oh, cheap, great. so uh, right. we're going to take advantage of that. You know, because uh, Jack White's got United all tied up. <laughs> every little project he can squeeze out. So we got to, we got to, um, you know, improvise. But, uh, do you yeah. record the tape or do you do it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it would be tape, yeah. In fact, we have some we might go back and listen to and release as uh, as 45s. Right. But I'd like to do some new stuff with the Dirt Dobbers, too, you know. Yeah. So, um, but uh, that remains to be seen, you know. We're okay. just playing it by ear. But you're just going to keep busy? Yep, and yep. And excellent. try not to go crazy. And uh, take take time to watch the grass grow. Good man, but not on the effing. Colonel. All right, Thank you, man. Uh-huh.